0: Happy Tuesday, Tucson, and thanks for listening to Locked On Wildcats, or you know what, wherever you are, thanks for listening in. Again, we're going to go heavy on Arizona football today. We are going to break down a ton more of what we all saw out there, look at some stats, talk about some of the players that really turned heads and a whole bunch of different situations. But let's get started here first on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats, your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats again. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we're going to talk all Arizona football today. We are going to talk about basically everything that we just saw right there. We're going to talk about where Arizona was, where Arizona should be, and what everybody saw out there. But first, let's talk about the 38-20 to beatdown of San Diego State right there. Now, we're going to go position by position, and we're going to talk about where uh, Arizona is. Now, the first person we need to get to, again, is Jaden Delora. We need to be able to break down what exactly Jaden Delora is, what his stats indicated, what he was able to do, and because there is a ton of stuff to really like. Now, when it comes to what we saw out there, when it comes to what we saw from Jaden Delora, you saw a guy who was able to extend plays, who was able to make things happen. And you look at the stat line and it really, it does it justice to be honest with you. 22 of 35, 299 yards, three or excuse me, uh, four touchdowns, one pick. This was a really, really good performance, but you know what it was too. You also had a guy who was basically a massive difference from what Arizona had last year. And, He's a player that, or excuse me, now he's a uh, he's also a, uh, uh, a quarterback who can extend plays, can get out of the pocket, and you saw too that he already has a pretty good connection with his receivers right there, which is an impressive thing when you think about it, because again, this is a totally new unit right here. He's dealing with different players, but generally good quarterbacks can get together with good wide receivers, and they can make it work. So, again, 22 of 35, 299, four touchdowns, one pick. The one pick was tough, obviously, but it did look like Arizona was uh, probably maybe going to get into a little bit of trouble there. Didn't happen. So, Delora, A-grade right there, especially because you could just tell, again, that football just comes naturally to him. Some guys, that's just the way it is. Jaden is that dude. Now, let's talk about the running game. Because that was a question that I had. We've talked about it a great deal on uh, locked on Wildcats that what is Arizona going to be able to do with the running game this year? Um, because again, you've got a lot of, you got, you got a lot of question marks, got a lot of new faces and it's not like you brought in a, a you know, a tutorial or a a, a, a T-Mac. It's not like you brought in a Jacob Cowing, somebody like that, who was clearly a world beater who was going to be problems, but, you look at the final numbers, 39 for 162 on the ground, but it was even more so than that. It was that Arizona was able to basically salt the game away by running the football, and that all started with D.J. Williams. You look at his numbers, 14 carries for 88 yards, uh, touchdown. But, man, as the season goes on, I think you're going to see him get a lot more carries, and we've talked about maybe who that bell cow is going to be, that's, be emer- that's going to emerge. Well, these are the type of, that's the type of guy that you're looking at. And then right after that, you got Jonah Coleman who 13 carries 40 yards. Again, not a great, but he'll, he'll be fine. He's going to, he, he's shown enough. People know what he can do. He and DJ Williams are the two guys that I would like to see get the overwhelming majority of the carries and they combine for 27 yards, right? Excuse me. They combine for 27 yards right there. So that's big time right there. Um, now, the receiver position, because again, I've said it from day one. I think that Arizona's got the second best receiving core in the entire conference. And a big reason for that is Jacob Cowing. Jacob Cowing had eight catches for 152 yards and three TDs. He came in here, and obviously, he put up massive, massive numbers for the uh, UTEP minors last year. And I think you're going to see a guy that's going to catch for 13, 1,400 yards here at the U of A before going off to the NFL. I expect him to be on an NFL roster next year. He's a difference maker. I mean, you could just tell San Diego State had absolutely no path of resistance for Jacob Cowling at all. I mean, he was getting where he wanted in the end zone. He was getting where he wanted through the field. And you could already tell as well. And this is where I think it's exciting. The Jaden DeLora is already on a pretty good basis right there with T with the Jacob Cowing, And I don't see that stopping again. Jacob Cowing is going to require a double team at some point, but you know, you do that at your own risk because you then got Dorian Singer and then you got a T Mac right there who we're going to get to in just a minute but Jacob Cowing is that number one receiver that Arizona has not had in quite a while. And even if he's just here for a year, it's big time. Then Dorian singer, a guy that we probably didn't talk about enough this off season, to be honest with you, probably a guy who, uh, Because with the way that he ended the season last year, he was one of Arizona's best players. You could have made the case that he was Arizona's best receiver by the end of the year. He was problems out there on the football field. And six catches for 57 yards. um, I think, you know, he's not a possession receiver. He's a lot more than that. He can do a lot more than that. But he's a great third option right there. And he fits in perfectly with next to T-Mac. T-Mac, again, you know, it's a different animal. You generally don't get guys like him at the University of Arizona. Big dude was able to make a, you know, was able to get a touchdown, uh, three catches for 53 yards. He's gonna be good. He's gonna get there. Um, and he's probably, like we said before the season, I'd like to see him get seven to eight hundred yards, uh, six to seven touchdowns, and I think you're golden. But those three receivers right there are problems, and they are going to be problems for quite a while. Then you got a Tanner McLachlan at the tight end position, got a catch, was targeted a few more times as well. He was out there quite a bit. You loved seeing a little bit of the tight end mixed in there as well. So that was good stuff. Then you got uh, – now, it wasn't all perfect, obviously. Dorian Singer had a tough fumble that probably wasn't a fumble. I was kind of surprised that that was actually uh, – um, that, that, uh, that that call uh, was reversed, but whatever. The offensive line was good. Now again, it's not going to maybe remind you of, you know, a, a vintage uh, Alabama offensive line, but it was good. When Arizona had to run the ball, when they had to basically put this game away, the offensive line manned up and the offensive line was fantastic. Um you also Jaden Delora, it's going to help him because Delora is not really a runner per se, he's more of a scrambler, but the offensive line with the way that they were able to open thing or uh, give him enough time Absolutely fantastic. Big time good stuff right there from the line. So, again, you look at the, you look if you're rate or grading all these positions right now, the wide receivers are an A, the running backs were an A, the offensive lines, maybe a B, B plus, but still very good. Uh, uh, Jaden Delora was an A plus or an A. There's really not much to complain about at all on the offensive side of the ball. And quite frankly, there's not a ton to complain about on the uh, other side of the ball, which we're going to get to in just a minute. But big-time performance right there from the Cats. Now, moving over to the defensive side of the ball, Arizona only registered one sack, but it felt like more. It felt like they were in Braxton Burmeister's face. By the way, Braxton Burmeister's not very good. Uh, The other quarterback uh, is actually better. So, again, we're not playing San Diego State again, so who really cares? But still impressive, though. Um, But Jalen Harris – and Hunter Eccles are their problems off the edge. Both those guys had great game. Jalen Harris had eight tackles, one sack, a tackle for loss. And that's what we've talked about with Jalen is that you just wanted him to be able to emerge as that all conference type guy. Because, again, there's no reason that he shouldn't be able to. He comes from great football lineage. Um, he comes from just a great athletic background. He's a great kid. And he's been in the program now quite a while. This is the year, you know, we talked about between Hunter Eccles and Jalen Harris, give me 10 sacks, give me something like that. That's kind of what we're looking at right there. Now, then you got Christian or, um, and then Hunter Eccles, he didn't technically register a sack, but he was everywhere before he left the game. It felt like Hunter Eccles was kind of living in that San Diego state background or uh, backfield. And again, Gonna be a guy that's gonna cause a lot of problems for teams this year. Um, when it comes to uh when it comes to those two DNs, though, both graded out perfect. A's across the board. And again, Jalen Harris was everywhere, and that's a good thing. Then the defensive tackles, totally fine with what I saw. Key on bars, four tackles, one solo, no tackles for loss. But again, um, he's gonna be there. We already know what he can do. He was, he was more than okay. Paris Shan, five tackles. He was in there as well. Good stuff from all of those guys. The defensive line, honestly, you're looking at something where you're probably grading them out at what a, you know, probably a B plus, A minus, something like that. Very, very impressive performance there by the U of A and a massive tip of the cap to Johnny Nansen. This was a great first game that he called. We're going to uh, continue to talk about that here in just a second. But then you got Jerry Roberts. Jerry Roberts, and, you know, I'm going to pat myself on the back a little bit because I'm wrong on a lot of stuff, but I wasn't wrong on this one. Uh, Jerry Roberts, if he stays healthy, is going to be one of the better players in the conference this year, um, especially at that linebacker position. I have, uh, If he were to have 100-plus tackles this year, it would not surprise me in the least. Um, he's an older guy, so, you know, he's he's in a position where he's able to you know, he's in a position where he's able to uh, get tackles. And again, he was, he was pretty much everywhere. You'd love to see that from him because again, this is a player that this is a player that uh, Arizona needs to be good because there's a lot of questions at those, at those linebacker spots and having a player like Jerry Roberts to be able to kind of solidify all that is quite needed, quite impressive as well. So and if you were giving out game balls, Man, there were so many game balls to give out, but I, it'd be it would be impossible to not give Jerry Roberts a game ball. That's what he did out there. That's how impressive he was. And then you know, lining up next to him, you had Colby Cage. Cage was in there. Cage is fast. He had a chance at a sack, um, which he missed. But if you're looking for speed, if you're looking for you know dynamic uh, possibilities at that linebacker spot, Colby Cage is that dude. So again, it's a four-two-five defense. So you've got you grade out the defensive line, like I said, a B plus and A minus. You uh, and the linebackers given a B plus A minus as well. This was a this was nice. Again, I think everybody thought Jerry Roberts would be good. It was just about you know seeing it on and just staying healthy and seeing it on the field. But Colby Cage certainly showed that he belonged out there as well. The linebackers were uh, the linebackers, like I said, were more than good enough and hopefully Arizona can continue to build on that as well. Now, when it comes to the uh, when it comes to the secondary, there that's just as interesting because the secondary was fantastic. You give up 62 yards passing on 7 of 11, you're going to take that and you are 7 of 16, you're going to take that every single day of the week and It starts with again when we're talking in the secondary. There's a lot of guys that really showed out. Jackson Turner and uh, Jackson Turner and Christian Young both played really good games. Um, Both guys, you know, you look at it, you never like seeing uh, your safeties getting, you know, eight, uh, you know, combining for 14 tackles. But if you watch the tenor of the game, they were it was a lot of it is because they were up playing in the box. Um, So, but Christian Young, statistically, seven tackles, a tackle for loss. And then Jackson Turner Turner had some monster hits in this game that we haven't seen, um, you know, from an Arizona safety in a while. Um, he, you could make the case that physically he's the most talented guy in the secondary for, or yeah, for Arizona. This is a player who could have been a, who was a essentially a three-star basketball recruit, certainly had mountain West or maybe even ASU type basketball po- possibilities. But good stuff right there from both of the safeties. Again, we've talked about it. Arizona needs these safeties to be good. Arizona needs these safeties to be standouts because again, especially Christian young, Jackson Turner, they both been around. These aren't freshmen anymore. These are upperclassmen. So they need to be able to set that example right there. And they certainly did. Now, when it comes to uh, Christian Roland Wallace, um, he's Arizona's best corner. He's been Arizona's best corner for a couple of years, obviously. Um, and he was, uh, and he was, again, he was solid three, uh, you know, you don't really worry about the tackles, but, uh, there wasn't much stuff for San Diego state to do in the passing game. And Christian Roland Wallace is always going to be lining up against the other team's best receiver. And he certainly more than held his own right there. Uh, great performance from him. Very impressed to see what's going on. Uh, you know, after that now real quick, I gotta tell you about built bar. Built Bar is a, Built Bar looks like a candy bar, not a candy bar, Built Bar looks like something that you, that anybody would want to eat because it tastes good. You can get the blueberry. I love the blueberry. John Schuster likes the blueberry. It's definitely good enough for us. We um, check that out though. Built bar um, Arizona looked like they were loaded up with built bars right there with the way that they played in that game. And again, big tip of the cap. Um, I'm guessing when you look or go look around, maybe there were some built bar out there. We'll find out, but we're going to take a quick break and we will come right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. Okay. Now. Talking about the other safety, or talk. Excuse me. Talking about the other cornerback spot, Isaiah Rutherford again. Everybody knows X four-star kid transfer from Notre Dame. He's, um, you know, I'm sure he's a great kid. I, I, I just don't think that he's probably like the. I think Arizona's got better options at the cornerback spot. To be honest with you, you know, again, gives up the touchdown. He was picked on a lot last year, so. I think Arizona's got better options right there. We're going to see where those are. But again, if you're going to uh, if you're going to go in a different direction, you're going to have guys though that are also going to be a little bit younger like a Takario Davis, like a, uh, a Ephesians Price Fusions So we're going to find out about those guys. You need Arizona needs trade and Stukes to get back healthy because when trading if trading Stukes gets back healthy, that adds another player that you know is somewhat proven right there which certainly will make things easier. But defensively, I mean, big time, big time stuff right here. Big time just across the board. The The defense looked solid. The defense looked like it was where everything needed to be. And it was aggressive. It was, it felt like a team that wanted to go out there and prove a big point. And honestly, you watch the game. I watched the game. Arizona did prove a point. Arizona was better on both sides of the football, and I think they're going to continue to be better. Uh, I think if this, these two teams were to play 10 times, again, I think Arizona's win eight or nine of them. Uh, they just looked like a better football team. It was easier for them to move the ball. It was easier for them to punch the ball upfield. It was easier for them to run. And honestly, the, you just looked a little bit more talented and that's kind of just the way it is in football. But again, Johnny Nansen, first year defensive coordinator, big time, big time opening performance there from coach and Jed fish. Um, you got to give Jed fish a ton of credit here. He, uh, he's overhauled this roster in no time flat. And a lot of, a lot of times like that, it wouldn't be easy, but you just receiver, quarterback, you name the position, Arizona looks much more talented. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, wrap it up, and then look at Mississippi State. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now talking a little bit of Mississippi state football here and Arizona, where they go, the line moved like we talked about the other day, moved fairly quickly for San Diego or uh, Mississippi state. A lot of people are, I think are looking at the sec, uh, you know, thought and say, well, you know, they just got better players. What's weird about this game though, is that I think that I think Arizona's going in there and I don't think that they're overmatched. I think they have better skill position players than Mississippi state. And here's the thing you got to remember about Mississippi state. Well, yes, they are sec, they're also a different type. They're more of a spread. I, I don't want to say finesse, but it's a little bit more of a finesse system. And, you know, that's something that you certainly need to take into account. But Arizona's got a real chance in this game. You know, it wouldn't surprise me at all if this line hit double digits sometime quickly, but Arizona's got a real chance, that online sports book, by the way, to win this game. And um, again, I think you're looking at a sold out uh, or if not sold out, Arizona needs to have a lot of people or close to a sellout for this Mississippi State game because they just do. The coaching staff has done everything right. They deserve the support of the fans. They need to be able to just go in there and count on having a coaching staff, having a group of player, or excuse me, having a fan base that's going to be there, that's going to be back in the A. Jed Fish is doing his part right now. Arizona fans need to do their part as well. All right. Everybody, you have a great Tuesday. We will be back with you tomorrow. Again, we're in the regular season, so we're going every single day right now. But as always, thanks a ton for listening to Locked On Wildcats. None of this happens without all of you guys. So, again, we will talk to you soon. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Back the A.